Calgary, Gotch, Dallas, Zabisco, to San Juan, Feds, Rogers, Paris, Race, Berlin, San Martino, Atlanta, Flair, Tokyo, Hogan, Wrestling. These men have made wrestling great. The fans will make it even greater. Sportatorium, Mid-South Coliseum, Park, The Omni, Ralph Palace, Love, Davis Arena, Madison Square Garden, ECW Arenas, Wrestling. Places where passion plays out in the squared circle. From counting the lights in your All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Careful here on the JK Podcast. So what's going on? What's up, guys? All right, Carl, so another uh, episode uh, we're doing here today. But uh, before we uh, get too involved, let's uh, talk about our sponsor at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Yes, collarandelbowbrand.com. It is the wrestling brand that is out there right now. We are lucky to be a part of Collar and Elbow Brand, and we want you guys to be part of Collar and Elbow Brand as well. So what we need everybody to do is you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Take a look at the, the merchandise that they have available there, and when you find something that you like, we need you to add that to your cart. And then from there, when you get to the checkout, there is somewhere where you can put in a promo code. If you put in the promo code of JK Podcast, that will give you a 10% off discount at the checkout every time you decide to go in order. Their fall collection is out and available right now, and we want you to go and check it out. Yeah, make sure and uh, go there. And as Carl mentioned, uh, make sure and use that promo code of JK Podcast to get yourself 10% off. You know, not just one pur- purchase that you make or two purchases, but uh, any purchase that you make at collarandelbowbrand.com using that promo code 10% off. So good deal, especially coming up to uh, Christmas time. You know, if you're looking at do- doing some uh, shopping for the Christmas or sorry, for the wrestling fan in your family. Definitely any wrestling fan in your family would be more than happy to be able to get something from CollarAndElbowBrand.com, a brand that was designed and created by former professional wrestler Al Snow. You know, and getting closer to the, the winter, uh, you know, season, uh, especially here in Canada, you know, some, you know, some longer sleeve kind of shirts uh, making its way in there, maybe possibly some hoodies or uh, who knows what else, so... Uh, for Canadian uh, people, that uh, will be something that, to, to keep an eye on. Now, speaking of, uh, of Canadians, that kind of leads into our, our kind of sound clip. Before we get into uh, this week, what will be a technology talk, um, let's do our, our usual sound bit here. And uh, this is uh, from back uh, before he even made it, uh, you know, popular, uh, you know, on uh, Living Color and, uh, you know, obviously in movies with uh, The Mask and Ace Venture and stuff. Uh, Jim Carrey did stand-up comedy. And this is Mr. Jim Carrey talking about our home country of Canada. Here we go. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jim Carrey, and how are you this evening? All righty then. I grew up in Canada. (laughs) 
Is there anybody here from Canada? <laughs> you know, I used to get really upset when I told people where I came from down in Los Angeles because I always got the same response. Canada? Wow. <laughs> Must have been cold. Now I just go along with them. Yes, Canada. It was a frozen, hostile wasteland. And there was much work to be done if we were to survive the elements. After boring a hole through the ice to find food, my good friend Nantuck and I would build an igloo to protect ourselves from polar bears and flying hockey pucks. Then we would drink a lot of beer. And when Nantuck was ready, he would tell me the story of the great moose who said to the little squirrel, Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> anyway. So there you go with uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, doing stand-up comedy, that was uh, you know one of the acts uh, there that uh, where he first got noticed and uh, made it into uh, into the big time and uh, got as famous as he did. Huge for him, huge. I mean, stand-up comedy is where a lot of these people that you see in the movies and stuff have mm-hmm. really uh, got their start. So great to hear for you guys at least. We got to watch a little bit of that stand-up comedy uh, from Jim Carrey that really took him to the next level. You know, and uh, in case you didn't pick it up on there, and if I forgot to mention it, uh, for those of you who don't know, Jim Carrey actually is from Canada. Yes. So there you go. Now, uh, getting to some technology talk, um, I figured, you know, um, you know, given the, our kind of uh, more condensed kind of form of the half hour here, that uh, you know, I'd find some really good topics. And, uh, you know, this one is a, a pretty big one in the, uh, the tech world uh, as of late, and this involves Apple. And um, it's upcoming iPhone 10 or iPhone X, whichever you want to refer to as. Um, essentially, uh, what's going on here is that uh, one of Apple's engineers has been fired because of his daughter basically showing the iPhone 10 in kind of like a viral video or it might have been like a Facebook posting or, or something like that Uh-oh. along those lines, right? So, um, you know, not the first time, you know, actually... Carl and I uh, talked about this uh, not too long ago you know, when the iPhone 4 came out and all the kind of controversy that happened there. You know, a, a test uh, uh, model there being found in a bar and being sold uh, you know, to Gizmodo and then, you know, lawsuits happening on both sides and everything. So I, I don't see it going that far with this. But still, you know, Apple in, in um, you know, in the headline news you know, for something that... Uh, you know, maybe shouldn't really be happening. Like, uh, I understand, you know, these, you know, products have to be tested out in the real world to make sure that they work properly. So, you know, is is this, uh, I guess what I'm looking for here, in uh, your opinion on this, Carl, do you think this is an overreaction by Apple to, to fire this engineer uh, for this happening? Honestly, I don't think it's an overreaction. I mean, for them to be able to take the, 
the product out into the real world with them. I'm sure there is a ton of stuff that they need to sign waivers and, and different stuff like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if this person did not read those waivers or if this person did not tell his daughter about, you know, how this is supposed to be used and done, then it's, it's really his own fault. Now, I can't put all of the faults on him. I do think that, honestly, I understand that it needs to be used in the real world. But if you are going to have issues like this, where you're trying to put out a new product like the iPhone X or the iPhone X, um, don't put it out into the real world. Because you're going to have situations like this come up. Just stop that from happening and bring the real world into the Apple headquarters and use it there. Do what you have to there. Somebody taking, you know, pictures on it and posting to, you know, Instagram or somebody doing video with it. It can all be done right on the grounds of, of the, uh, of the facility itself. So Mm -hmm. you're only asking for trouble by giving this to people to take out into the real world, in my opinion. Oh no, and I agree a hundred percent, you know, and, you know, especially with uh, giving it to a, you know, a bit of a younger person, you know, um, going on social media, you know, doing uh, Facebook live videos and this kind of stuff. It's just a natural kind of inclination and things that they do, you know, and, uh, you know, while, while I have it actually queued up here, like, why don't we actually, you know, take a little peek at, uh, I said the actual video that, uh, that went viral here. We'll, uh, we'll look at, it's a little bit longer, but let's see what they have. Can you guys see that? On Tuesday, I woke up and my iPhone 10 video was going viral. I was on the trending page. There's me. So this is the There's after Alan video. Generous. It was insane. Let me go back in time. I was born and raised in Southern California. I have three older siblings who are amazing. Um, my mom and dad raised all of us and um, my dad is the best dad anybody could truly ask for. He is the most honest, most loving, most caring, I can go on and on and on, most genuine human being. He works so hard and he has so many passions and hobbies and things that he sacrifices. So basically her you know, kind of almost apologizing to, to her dad there by the sounds of that, so... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, should she have, you know, obviously, you know, posting a video, you know, showing something like that, I mean, kind of, you know, I mean, it's not like she was like a 10-year-old or something, you know, she obviously looks like she's a little bit older, you know, maybe you should have known, definitely known better. <laughs> Again, you know? I mean, it comes back to uh, what you had even said, right? It's just that generation that, you know, like you're going to have this, yep. this, this new toy, you're going to want to, you know, do something with it. You're going to want to do a review on it. Yep. And, and she obviously knew that putting something out there about the iPhone 10 was going to garner herself and her YouTube channel, huge yep. views. So she, obvi- she knew that that was going to happen. The repercussions of what happened, obviously she didn't know, uh, but <clears throat> lesson learned i guess mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see i mean you know obviously you know not gonna be a chance to make that mistake again considering that her dad no longer works for the company um you know and even like you know like you were saying you know keep it in house while they're doing this because you know filming on apple's campus is strictly prohibited you know they're you know very um you know 
they don't mess around when it comes to that. So it definitely should have been kept in there you know, for testing purposes. Otherwise, things like this can happen, and things have happened in the past. You know, like I mentioned with Apple before, uh, them showing on actually in the article here when the uh, Xbox 360 was getting uh, released, uh, a Microsoft employee, one of his sons, posted pictures of it before it was even released. You know, and then you know that employee was uh, dismissed. You know, so these kind of things really should be kept under wraps until they're really ready to come out to the public. In my personal opinion, definitely, and I mean. I, I really don't know like what, what to really you know kind kind of say about this. I mean, it's is Apple ever going to learn, or are these people ever going to learn? I I don't think so. Especially if we're going back to the iPhone four, mm-hmm. right, where there was that situation. Now we're we're learning about the you know employee. The son posted photos of the uh, Xbox three sixty. I mean, and now with the iPhone ten, is going to be a recurring thing that happens. So. Apple, just stop. Stop giving the product out to be tested. Test it inside your facility. Yep. You don't want this issue to happen? There's your solution. And uh, again, I agree when it comes to that. And, you know, even leading up to this phone coming out, I mean, and when we saw what it actually ended up looking like, it was no surprise because things have been leaked about it, but the design, even just, you know, the the look of it, uh, knowing that it was going to be full screen and everything like that. And, uh you know, just keep it really, really under wraps. And, you know, and that way too, you know, like when it was released, I mean, it wasn't very surprising. You didn't have that kind of awe and mystique, you know, about it. You know, whereas if you can keep it under wraps, you know, when it finally does come out, you know, we really get that wow moment. But no more because, you know, not only because, you know, it is a victim of the age too with the internet. I mean, the thing's getting leaked. It just seems like everything gets leaked out now before it comes out. Oh, 100% everything does. I yeah. mean, it's it's very unfortunate that that happens. Um, I mean, always got people that are going to, you know, have some sort of speculation mm-hmm. as to what it is, right? But for things to actually be released and, and, and given like that, I mean, honestly, for somebody like myself who likes to kind of take a look at this stuff and, and kind of be you know, surprised by what comes out, it takes everything away from it for me. And then by the time it comes out, I'm like, I've seen it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, going from, you know, having the mystique of, oh, what is this? What's it going to look like? And then launch date, it's there to now, yeah, I've seen it. I don't care. Right? Yep. Yeah, we'll see what uh, ultimately becomes that. If maybe they'll, uh, you know, for their next product, maybe tighten up uh, security and, you know, to try and prevent those leaks from happening. You know, these big companies, you know, I won't say, you know, they stand, you know, to lose too much from this. But then I just think, you know, then your reaction from your customer base just, you know, can be kind of diminished. You know, I mean... There's another article here not too far down that, you know, Apple is projecting that uh, they're going to massive sales this holiday for other iPhones. You know, that, I mean, remains to be seen because I've seen other postings too, and I mentioned this to you uh, before we even started recording here, that uh, Apple is uh, reporting now that they're making the majority of their money from the services that they offer over the hardware that they're selling now. So, you know. Yes, it's very true. So we'll see when it comes to that. Majority of the people seemingly, um, you know, not necessarily buying the new products, but uh, happy with the ones that they have. Um, you know, the iPhone 6 and 6S there uh, actually saw a bit of a surge because actually those were you know probably a bit better than actually some of the newer phones. You know, so that uh, kind of sales on that really spiked up. 
you know, and, you know, people just choosing to keep their older phones and, uh, you know, to pay for, you know, Apple services, you know, when it comes to iTunes and Apple music, you know, if you're in that Apple ecosystem of, you know, for your, your music and whatnot, then, you know, is a good thing and it works well on these older devices. So people are happy with what they have, you know, and not necessarily looking to upgrade to the new stuff every single year. Because now that's another thing too with, all these companies, Apple, Google, Samsung, HTC, LG, every single year, sometimes even in less than a year, there's new products every single year. Like it's n- yeah, you know. I mean, for for us in Canada, really this is not something good for us. Now, I have I'm glad you brought this up cuz this is a big deal for us here in Canada. It is. Mm-hmm. I I have a cousin. Um he lives in St. Louis, Missouri, okay? Yep. Now, he is able to go absolutely every year. And what they do with their cell phones is almost like a lease yep. on their cell phone. So they have to, you know, there's stipulations. You have to have it in an otter box. You have to make sure that when the phone comes back, it's in pristine condition, just yes. like it left the store, yada, yada, blah, 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 stuff like that, right? Just as if it were with, like, a leased vehicle, something like that. Except this one has to be in the same that it came in Mm -hmm. or that it left the store. Right. But every year he can go and upgrade to the latest technology that's out there. If he wants to. Yes. I mean, it's for, for me, I would love to be able to do that. Give me a lease on my phone. I right now am carrying an LG G4. They are now at the LG G6. Yes. Now, I would love to have myself an LG G6 or a Google Pixel 2. But. Right? But I can't because this LG G4 that I got, I had to to go into a two-year agreement. Yes. And at that two-year agreement, the phone itself, it still costs 600 and something dollars. (laughs) And every time that I pay my bill, a little bit of my bill goes towards paying off the phone. Now, I'll tell you guys, I've had it since January. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's other things that come into play with this, but I still owe like $400 on this phone. So if I wanted to upgrade, I would have to pay that $400 out before I could upgrade to something else. Now, I, I hate it. I hate that. I, I honestly wish that Canada would be able to go to this type of system and... To allow us unlimited data. I have That's three too. gigs of data on my phone. Now, mind you, I don't use a lot because I do have Wi-Fi. And thankfully, with the um, cable television service that I have and the internet service that I have, I am able to get what's, what's called a Shaw Open, which allows me internet in different areas of the city that I go into for free or included with with my package price which is very nice but i would love to have unlimited data well there may possibly be hope on the horizon because actually uh, me and your significant other were actually uh, um talking about this the other day and supposedly now this may you know have some good aspects may have some negative aspects to it you know we'll see you know if this comes to pass and how it, it comes to pass is that the CRTC is looking at making it so that cell phone carriers, you know, for those of you who are in Canada, I'm referring to the main ones. You're talking Bell, TELUS, and Rogers are the, are the main three here in Canada, in case you were wondering. That uh, they're looking at making it so that uh, essentially 
the cell phone providers cannot lock your phone to a, to a provider. They're looking at having having that as an option now. With that, you know, the, the only issue then that could arise from that then is that uh, you're going to be forced, you know, to pay for these phones outright every time that you go. Yes. So good and a, a bit of a negative thing there. But, you know, as you're mentioning, you know, when it comes to unlimited data, at least over cellular, you know, that's, you know, LTE now. And we'll see if, you know, if maybe some other new level or standard comes along in the meantime. But with that, I mean, here in Canada, you know, we're very limited with data and the data is very expensive. Whereas you get somebody like your cousin down in the states, unlimited data, you know, for very affordable prices. You're talking, we're talking like in the forty, fifty dollar range per month for unlimited data usage. And now I do have to clarify with that. I mean, the unlimited data you're looking is usually about thirty to thirty-five gigs per month for that one Still. phone. Now, if you do go over that thirty-five gigs. Which that would be ridiculous. No but kidding. If you did go over that thirty-five gigs, you still get your your internet service, mm-hmm. but it just slows down. Slows is down. what happens. So it's you don't get the. In Canada, we have LTE, and then we have four G, and then we have three G. So essentially, you would go from an LTE service after your thirty-five gigs down to three G. So it'd be a little bit slower. Than what you're you're normally used yeah. to with the 4G or with the LTE. So, no, and, and I definitely like uh, that concept. And here in Canada, what happens again? Making the comparison, when you go over, you don't necessarily get, get cut off, but you have to pay for those additional uh, you know, gigabytes or you know whatever your cell phone carrier dictates. You can up it by a little bit each time. It becomes very costly if you start going over your data usage per month. So, you know, the, the um, cell phone companies make a lot off of those overages. Oh, so, it's huge. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, especially in Canada, you got to look like, I mean, if, if I go over my, my three gigs of data and I, it's it's like $25 yeah, for expensive. an extra like half a gig mm-hmm. that I would use. It's ridiculous. So we'll see with, uh, you know, with uh, time, you know, what happens with that. And I've mentioned before, you know, when it comes to, you know, the CRTC, uh, that's Canada's equivalent to the, um, to the I believe it's FCA, FCC. FCC down in the, in the States. Uh, a lot of older people on the, uh, you know, the CRTC board, you can tell, you know, that uh, there, there's been some things that have been slightly changing a little bit. You know, that's some of those older people are kind of dying off with the old way of thinking and some newer people coming in, you know, and realizing that, you know, some shifts and some change need, need to happen here. You know, so hopefully things will improve, especially this. Uh, the idea of the, you know, leaving the phones unlocked to the carriers, I think, is is good in principle. It needs to be tweaked a little bit, you know, because uh, it is still going to be pretty expensive. But at least, you know... On the bright side, a little bit, I guess, you know, at least you know you're, you're paying right up front, so you, you kind of know what you're getting into right off the bat, you know, and, you know, maybe some fewer hidden costs. True. Too, right, so. Yes. It'll be a little bit more of a transparent kind of a deal there. So, like I said, you know, time will tell if and how that's implemented, you know, we'll see. So, hopefully it can end up being a good thing because, to be Frank, and to be perfectly honest with you, here in Canada, when it comes to cell phone stuff, you know, we get hosed, for, uh, using a Canadian term, uh, compared to uh, American cell phone users. So We do. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what comes to that. 
Now, using uh, going from that to, to uh, a bit of a gaming uh, thing here, and I think this is uh, maybe not necessarily a hot topic between uh, you and I, but I think maybe we maybe see things a little different when it comes to this. And uh, this has to do with uh, Microsoft's newest um, Xbox game console. And I'm not, uh, you're thinking, wait, what? We've got the Xbox S. No, they, they actually have this Xbox One X now, which is essentially, you know, the same box looks very very similar but yeah. you know it's been dubbed the most powerful gaming console on the market right now and you know spec wise if you were to look into it definitely is the case and uh, one of the big things that they're um, pushing with this is the um, ability to run on these really high res 4k TVs and monitors yeah and the ability to do this and them using it as a big selling factor now looking at that in putting trying to put myself into you know, the shoes of a regular consumer out there, you know, not a lot of people have, you know, that these kind of displays. Mm-hmm. Now, does it, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily mean they can only run these? No, you can run it on regular, you know, not, not regular old school TVs, obviously is kind of out of, out of the picture there, but anything with an HDMI connection, you know, you can still play this on, but you're not getting the full kind of benefit out of it. So where I kind of come into it now is that you're paying, you know, this extra price, you know, for maybe a feature that you can't even really technically use is kind of where I have a little bit of an issue when it comes to this. And some, so, I mean, some people definitely would, right? Mm-hmm. Um, myself, I, I, I look at it a little bit differently. Um, you really have to stay ahead of the times when it comes to this stuff. Yep. I mean, how long was it between the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One, right? Like, I mean, for the longest time, 360 was was, was it because it was doing what it was supposed to do for the televisions that were out there. Yeah. Um, once, you know, the 1080 and the, you know, stuff like that started coming out, they were like, okay, now we have to change something. Right, yeah. but it was a very long progression. The Xbox 360. The reason why it was called 360 was because that's the resolution that it gave off. <laughs> it gave off 360, right? The, then we we got into 720. Yep. And then we got into 1080. And when 720 came out, Xbox didn't make the Xbox 720. They just kept the 360 and just kept going with it. Yeah. Right. So, so I think right now Xbox is is very smart in in bringing this out so that it'll do 4K display because the TVs being purchased nowadays, the majority of them are 4K TVs. So that's where things are headed. So for Xbox to be on the ball and jumping on top of this before it becomes the big thing with all the televisions, I think is very smart on their part. Definitely some forward thinking, you know, because up until, you know, maybe the previous console generation, you know, the typical uh, gap between there, you, uh, typically if you were to work the numbers and go through them all, about 10 years usually yeah. uh, video game console is out for, and then, you know, you start seeing kind of the next one. Now with, you know, technology, you know, innovation and things happening at a bit of a quicker pace now, um, definitely, uh, you know, Microsoft, you know, definitely as I said, you know, using the kind of thinking ahead kind of approach, um, you know, Sony and, uh, well, I should say Sony because they have the, the version with the, the PS4 Pro. Yep. It's their attempt to kind of try and stay on par with uh, with Microsoft on that. Uh, Nintendo, 
Well, and once again, you know, they're them kind of on their own little kind of island or planet, depending on who you like to follow on YouTube. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they tend to kind of do their own thing. The Switch being very popular right now, you know, and maybe uh, an upcoming uh, Tech Talk, maybe we'll, uh, we'll look into the Nintendo Switch a little bit because I'll have to do some more bugs. It's not a console that uh, I uh, have had any experience with, so I don't really mm-hmm. want to you know, talk too much about it until maybe I get a chance to maybe and at least, you know, put my hands on one and maybe sure. see kind of what it's, what it's about. Sure. But, um, you know, definitely some forward thinking on the part of Microsoft and, um, you know, which is interesting because it's a little bit different from Microsoft. Usually when Microsoft does this kind of thing, uh, they kind of, you know, take a step backwards or kind of step on their own toes here with this kind of thing. So with, with this, it, it's actually pretty smart, you know, and we'll see if it works to their benefit. You know, Christmas will be really telling to see how well this thing sells. Definitely. And that's exactly what it's going to be, right? And, and I think... It- I don't know whose whose hands are in whose pockets here, right? <laughs> yeah. Because some of the, the the big TV manufacturers were looking like uh, you know Samsung and Sony LG. And, and LG and you know Panasonic, you know so some of these people that are really starting to market out with the 4K TVs, right? Now, could this be something that will coincide? Will, you know, will will other companies kind of go, you know, this TV will work with your brand new mm-hmm. Xbox One X, right? You know, will there be, be a little bit of market play between companies to allow better sales yep. throughout the Christmas season? I would all suggest to people that are already kind of in the Xbox uh, ecosystem, like somebody like myself who already owns an Xbox S, you know, and is maybe looking at purchasing a, a 4K TV. Um, what I will suggest to those people, and just a suggestion, you may want to take it or not, uh, but do a little bit of uh, investigation, even look at your uh, your box that your Xbox One came in, because uh, it is already capable of doing 4K um, on the, the just the, the regular Xbox One S. You know, not the original Xbox One, but the Xbox One S uh, can do 4K. So yes. just, uh, you know, just processor-wise and everything, you know, maybe a little bit on, on uh, the slower side, if, if, you know, can use that term kind of loosely. So for somebody who already owns one of these, I would say, you know, you can probably do without this. If you're somebody who's just looking, you know, to, to get in, maybe switching over from, you know, Sony or, you know, or... or or Nintendo or something, and if you're, you know, buying an Xbox for the first time, you know, then definitely this is, you know, something that's, uh, you know, worth go taking. Go big or go home, right? Exactly. But like I said, you know, if you're already, you know, in and already have an Xbox One or, or S, or I would say especially with the S, you know, definitely something that I probably could do without the original Xbox One, it may be worth the upgrade. Very true. So... Yep, and we'll see. Uh, like coming up to this Christmas time, like uh, technology-wise, like there's so much available. Like for somebody who's like a real techie, like if, if I had deeper pockets, there'd be like so much that I'd be like looking to buy this holiday season. Like you know, th- this possibly you know uh, Google stuff, you know, new iPhones, new Microsoft stuff. I mean, there's just there's so much that's come out recently yeah. you know, on the Google side and uh, Microsoft side and game console-wise. I mean, just. Ridiculous amounts of money could be spent on that, but uh, oh yeah, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, probably a good thing, you know, that we don't have access to that. But otherwise, it would uh, be some empty bank accounts, I think. So oh, a hundred percent, there would be. So we'll see when it comes to that. 
All right. So to kind of end things off here, I think uh, we'll uh, actually talk about something, uh, you know, not technology related, but I, th- I think this is something that's what we're talking about. And it's entering slightly in, uh, you know, well, not slightly. It's going into some wrestling discussion. But I, I figure we'll talk about this to end things off. Uh, a possible rumored location for WrestleMania 35. Oh, yes. And uh, this has some, I think, some really good, you know, potentially and hopefully uh, impacts, you know, economy wise for this particular city. Uh, given, you know, what they've gone through in the last while. I just hope it happens because it's close enough to us that I would be able to do this. Yes. And if you are wondering what the heck we're talking about, we're talking about the possibility of WrestleMania 5 happening in Detroit. WrestleMania 35. 35. Not I 5. Th- I said 30. Did I say 5? You said 5. I meant to say 35. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time. We're going back to the future. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, very cool, uh, you know, like I said, economy-wise, for Detroit could be a big deal, uh, you know, to bring in a lot of tourism to there. So we'll see when it comes to that. Uh, and hopefully it'll be a good WrestleMania. I mean, that's going to be for not this coming WrestleMania, but the next one, because this year it's going to be down in New Orleans again. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, up to Detroit for possibly for WrestleMania 35. So... Honestly, that would be amazing. I a hundred percent. I would. I would love for that to happen because Detroit is close enough to us that I, I. I would be able to afford and be able to do, uh, you know, like like front row seats and tickets and stuff like that. Yes. And it's just a drive there, like it's it's not that far. It's just a drive. Yep. Right. So I. I'm. I'm honestly excited and really hope that this is the case and that. We are going to be getting it in Detroit. Not quite the same as having it in Canada, but as wrestling fans here in you know the province of Ontario and Canada, close enough, we'll take it. And uh, hopefully uh, that is the case, and that's where it happens because then it makes it uh, within range for uh, for us to be able. Because I've never been to a WrestleMania, so neither have I. So it's definitely on my bucket list of things to accomplish before uh, we say goodbye to this earth here so yes it's uh, one of those things that's right near the top for me to be able to go to a wrestlemania and say that i've gone there and you know like you said too i wouldn't want to uh, to chintz out so i want to be right front row there so to, oh yeah to get to experience uh, that in person 100 percent. i mean if i were to do a wrestlemania that is uh the only way that that i think i would do a wrestlemania is front row honestly i mean there's i i'm i'm, I'm not gonna go to a WrestleMania to set up in nosebleeds where no. I can't see anything. And uh, you know, like, I'm not going to do that. If I'm going to go to a WrestleMania once in my life, I am going to go for the full experience. Absolutely. And we'll see when it comes to then, when it comes to uh, that time, what, uh, what the WWE is going to be like, because, uh, you know, we'll probably talk us on an upcoming uh, uh, turnbuckle talk. A lot of turmoil been happening in, in the roster, you know, sickness, people getting fired and let go and stuff. It's getting a, a little volatile there. And so we might, uh, you know, we, we definitely will get into that the next time we do a turnbuckle talk and find out what's going on with this company. And are they in danger from, uh, you know, it, it, just like what's going on? Like, are, are they in danger as a company going forward? Mm-hmm. Because it's a possibility with this kind of stuff going on, you know, and the, some of the talent, and they've got to be walking on eggshells. Definitely. Uh, going week to week now with all this uh, crap going on. So we'll see you uh, next time. Turnbuckle Talk, we will talk about the WWE and uh, see what, uh, break it down and what we think is going on with that. So, All right. 
So I think uh, unless uh, you have anything that you want to uh, do as a uh, topic here, Carl, I think we'll uh, get ready to wrap up for this week here. I think the only thing that we need to do is just kind of let everybody know and inform everyone of uh, social media for us. We are available on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page and you can find it by uh, looking up JNK podcast or I do believe uh, you can just type in JK podcast into Facebook search and we will be there. Black and white logo with a J and a K. And you can also go to Twitter. The Twitter is at JK podcasts with an S at the end. You can also do Instagram and it is well is JK podcasts with an S at the end. So there's the three social medias for you. At those social media outlets, you can find information about collarandelbowbrand.com where you guys can go and be part of the premier wrestling brand and get yourselves some information and get yourselves some merchandise like Big Joe and myself have. And you guys can make sure that you use the code JK Podcast, which will get you 10% off at the checkout. So go and check out collarandelbowbrand.com. Find something that you like. Go ahead and give it a purchase. Use that promo code JK Podcast. Get yourself 10% off at the checkout every time that you make a purchase and help support Al Snow and collar and elbow brand and by doing that you also help support jnk podcast and save yourself a little bit of cash doing some christmas shopping for your wrestling fan and your family all right so we will end off um as we usually do with some some music and i know this is probably a personal uh favorite band for i think a good portion of our viewers and for my co-host here carl careful let's end off with some corn and we'll see you guys next time ciao <laughs>